One of my favorite Henry Ford quotes is when everyone is moving forward, success takes care of itself. In this episode, we are going to talk all about the action steps you can take to create personal momentum and team momentum so that you can see results and feel success. Shout out to one of my listeners, Rochelle, who told me over the weekend that she really loves the podcast episodes where there are specific action steps to take that she can implement right away. And that is exactly what this episode is going to be packed full of. So let's hurry up and get right into it. Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode 32. I'm not going to lie. This is my third time recording this part of the podcast because I keep forgetting to turn my microphone on. (laughs) How are we 32 episodes in and I am missing that simple step? I do not know, but this episode is not about that. It is about taking action to see results with your team and helping everyone move forward. Starting off, just why is that so important? Why should you as a leader be looking around and evaluating the movement of your team? Well, it's kind of like that phrase, an object in motion stays in motion. When your team feels energy and is moving, they will continue to move in that positive direction. Inversely, If your team or someone on your team is feeling stuck, you will not see action. You will not see movement. You will not see momentum. And so taking a look around you and making sure that you are witnessing your team taking action steps to move the needle, to move themselves forward, to learn and to grow is going to be so important. Because if you have a culture where everyone is learning, growing, taking action, also failing forward, you are in a great space because there is actions being taken that are building momentum. Now, in this episode, I'm going to dive into a few actions that you can take as a leader to truly set your team up for success and start to see more engagement and more actions being taken. So here we go. First and foremost, we want to take a look at our own actions and how we are truly helping others succeed. So first, I want you to think about how often are you meeting with your team, whether that be individually or as a group. When there is accountability, when there is clarity over the actions that need to be taken by a certain deadline, you are going to see more actions being taken. And so are you setting your team up for success? Are you meeting with your team? Are you asking questions about what they need from you? Are you asking questions about what challenges they are running into? I recently had a situation where I was at a, I was giving a keynote and within my keynotes, I always have a problem solving 
portion. And while we were doing this problem solving portion, I witnessed a woman just with her hands calmly placed in her lap and she was not engaging with her table. And when I walked up, I said, what are the challenges you guys are working through? She said, I didn't write any down. And I said, oh, um, is there a reason you didn't write one down? And she said, yep, because all of my challenges have no solutions. That, my friends, is a really good sign that someone is stuck. They don't believe that there is anything they can do to get out of their current situation and see movement or success. And so when you are doing your team check-ins or your individual check-ins, please make sure you are asking the question, are there any challenges getting in your way from seeing success? Or are there any challenges that are in your way from you seeing results, right? When you ask this question, you are then going to stop and listen. Listen for some of the root causes that might be occurring that are having this effect of the challenge that your teammate is bringing forward. In these check-ins, it's so important for people to be heard, right? For you to listen, but then also for you to just take that information back with you. Please don't try to solve problems on the spot unless you have had experience with this challenge before. Sometimes that can come off like, I don't really care about what your actual challenge is. I just want to solve this for you and move on and move on quickly, right? So make sure you are listening to the challenge, understanding it, and then say, I'm going to think on this, or is there a solution you have in mind? See what they have to say. If that's something you can move forward with, great. And if not, say, thank you so much for sharing this with me. I'm going to think about this a little bit and come back to you with some ideas that I think might be able to help us get over this hurdle and and keep moving forward. So just make sure that you are checking in with people one-on-one or in a team setting. Now, let's talk about meetings. I was at a workshop today and I had somebody say, I had, I had gotten there right as they were wrapping up their staff meeting. And as they were wrapping up their staff meeting, one of the gentlemen said, hey, look at that. We just did a staff meeting in 10 minutes. Let's remember that. We don't need to set aside 30 minutes to an hour for a staff meeting that could take 10 minutes. And I thought, ooh, okay, this person maybe feels that the staff meetings are not effective. So please make sure you are looking over your team meeting agenda. Is what's in there going to serve the team, help them continue that momentum that you're building and get them the results that they are looking for, right? There is always time to process challenges, but is that going to be best handled when people are emotionally connected to the challenge in the team meeting. So make sure you are getting clear on what you're going to cover in the meeting. And if there's any new business that pops up, add that to the next agenda. Say, I want to get really clear about that situation and we can discuss that at the next meeting. I will look forward to speaking to you, the person who brought it up, so I can understand the full problem and we can take steps together as a team to mitigate that issue, eliminate that issue, right? Or speak about what are some actions we can take to do that. 
I have seen so many team meetings derailed because in the middle of the agenda, someone brings up a new piece of information and wants to hash it out right then and there. And as much as we want them to be heard in that setting, we also want to make sure we fully understand the scope of the challenge, the root cause of the challenge, and what this person has tried to overcome the challenge before we bring it to a team meeting. And so in your team meetings, making sure they are effective, they stay on topic, there's space to share new questions or new concerns, but also we are not hashing things out letting nine other people watch the two of you hash it out, right? So I think it is completely appropriate to say, thank you so much for bringing this to my attention. I want to understand that situation a little bit more and we'll bring that to the next team meeting. Or if your team meeting isn't for two, three weeks, maybe you say something like, I really want to sit down and understand the full scope of that situation. Let's talk about it, come up with a solution. We can share it with the group via email, right? But allowing the culture to be that we bring up new information or excuse me, new challenges without understanding all the information can really derail a lot of meetings. So not only make sure like take a look and evaluate that your meetings are effective. Also take a look that your meetings are a good use of time for your team. You are paying your team to be there. So make sure that it is worth your time and the company's time that they are meeting together and it is effective. And then also just take a little note of if your meetings are getting derailed, what is a system you can put in place so that that doesn't happen as often as maybe it is now? Is there a time and a place for people to bring information to you before the team meeting so that it can be addressed at the team meeting? Or is it simply that when new information is brought to the team meeting, there's a little bit of lag time before it's discussed together as a group. I think those are some of the biggest issues that I hear about from companies when they meet with people is either their time is not used effectively or there is not enough communication within those meetings for people to feel like they are able to do their job well and again, see results that the team wants to see. Next up, this is something you can do within team meetings and within those individual check-ins, is goal setting. What are people to be working on in the amount of time between team meetings or between check-ins? What are the goals? What are you going after? Without a goal, right, it is really hard to stay focused and stay excited and engaged and motivated to drive forward, right, and build that momentum. So if you're in sales, maybe you want 100 new clients this year. That is a dynamite goal. What are you doing to stay focused on that goal? Make sure your actions match that goal so that you can create momentum, right? And so in those weekly check-ins, those individual check-ins or team meetings, what is the goal the team is working toward? If it's a project, obviously you're talking about deadlines, right? And you're talking about checking in to make sure that those deadlines are being made. 
or that we are nearing those deadlines and there's communication about whether or not those deadlines are going to be met or those deadlines are going to need to be shifted. Having a specific goal that everyone is working towards is going to help create momentum. Now, I do remember when I was working at a school, there always felt like there wasn't a goal. If you would have asked me what the goal was some years that I was teaching, it was like just to survive the year or it was to get through all my standards. And in the end, at the end of my career, when I had my last few years, I really reflected on that. I was like, the goal is to create respectful, caring, motivated individuals. And if I got through my standards, dynamite. But if we were learning soft skills in school and I was seeing growth out of my students, I felt like I was reaching a goal. And I wish there would have been a conversation about a tangible thing I could have achieved by working on those soft skills and really getting specific on like what I wanted my students to be able to do by the end of the year. I remember I had a coworker early in my career who wanted to give a grade not only on respect, but on timeliness and on responsibility, getting their work turned in. So not the quality of their work, but the soft skill of getting their work completed by a deadline. And now this individual was shot down and not able to do that in their grade book. But it really made me think about what are we quote unquote, grading our employees on. It is those soft skills. And so how are we setting people up for success so that they want to learn and grow in a specific area and we are giving them the tools to help them get there? And so in this one, action step number two, if you will, Really take a look that you have a common goal that you and your team are attempting to reach. It is clear. Anyone on your team could tell us what the goal is or what they're working towards. Because when people know what they're working towards, like I said, there is more momentum and action that is going to be taken because there's a collective desire to reach that goal. And now if you are listening to this right now and you're like, Anne, we don't have a goal. We just show up, do our work, use our team meetings to do just a quick check-in and we all go back to work. I need you reflecting on that. What is the goal? Because yes, people are going to come in to get a paycheck, to check the boxes. That's going to happen. But to really build momentum, to see people take action or more action outside of the expectation, there needs to be buy-in that their work contributes to meeting a larger goal. So make sure you and your team are very clear on what it is you are trying to accomplish. And now I am someone who is very short-sighted. Um, You could argue I am nearsighted when I talk about goals and the future. So I love goals that are this week, 
this month. But I know some of you have to focus more on this year. But is there a way to break down that big goal, right, so that it it feels doable, it feels achievable in the near future? So I'll go back to that example of wanting 100 new clients. Can you break that down by quarters? We're trying to hit 25 in Q1, right? What can you be doing to create a sense of excitement and urgency so that people want to meet that goal and it doesn't feel like that goal is so daunting that they're not going to take actions to reach it. So get clear in your goal setting, get your team bought in, and then hold your team accountable in the best way. Shout out as new clients are coming in. Shout out as you're getting closer to the project deadline and you're getting closer to finalizing that goal. That is what's going to build momentum. That is what's going to keep people moving and excited and collaborating and working together. Get clear on that goal and make sure everyone is bought in and create that momentum. Action step three is all about maintaining consistent and open communication. We want to make sure that everyone is clear on what they need to be doing. So not only get that goal setting down, but now look specifically at the actions each person can be doing and you communicating. And now in no way am I telling you to then micromanage them. (laughs) We are going back to episode 11. In episode 11, I talk about the micromanagement trap and how to get out. So no, we are not micromanaging people. We are openly communicating. We are openly communicating about deadlines. We are openly communicating about a new piece of the project that needs to get done. We are openly communicating about systems. We are openly communicating about how much you appreciate your team. Let's go there for just a second. When people feel their work is important, that their contribution helps get you closer to a goal or finalize a project, they will be more bought in. They need to know their work is valued. They need to know their time and energy that they are putting into your project or your team is something you truly appreciate. Why? People who feel appreciated are more confident. And what do we know about confident people? Confident people take action. Confident people say yes to opportunity. Confident people set the bar high and aim to reach it. And lastly, confident people believe they can win. And the easiest thing you can do to build confidence and show your appreciation is by giving clear and consistent compliments. Make sure that when a team member does something that moves the momentum forward, you acknowledge that. I've said this before and I will continue to say it again. Be sure to understand 
people's personalities on whether or not they want the big company shout out or they want the one-on-one conversation. You can break trust pretty quickly by doing one of which they don't like. So if I really love company-wide praise and you secretly thank me and never bring it up in public, sometimes that can break my trust. That, oh, you don't even want to tell everybody else how great of a job I did, right? At the same time, if you go company-wide to share something that I did and thank me for it, and I am someone that doesn't love public praise, this is going to make me anxious. This is going to make me feel like I can't trust you. So make sure you figure that out as you are giving appreciation. Now, if you're saying to yourself right now, as you're listening to this, like, well, how do I figure that out? If you don't know, go ask. Say, hey, I saw you take this action. I absolutely appreciate what you did. And this is the result that 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 action leads us to. And I just want to say thank you. I'm thinking about shouting you out to the whole company. Is that something you are comfortable with? Now, as someone who loves public praise, I would absolutely say, yes, I'm okay with that. I know my husband personally, if someone came to him and said, I'd love to shout this out to the whole company, he would say, no thanks, right? And we need to respect their response. But reminding them that their work is important to you, that their time and their energy and their effort is not going unnoticed. Again, this is going to help them build character. This is going to help them feel validated and trusted and confident that the actions they're taking are getting noticed, are appreciated and valued within your team or your company. And guess what? Compliments take 10 to 20 seconds. So this is maybe the easiest action step that you can take to see momentum in your team. And that is truly counting out the strengths that they are bringing forward. There truly is a way for you as a leader to impact your team, create momentum and see results. And it starts with you as the leader taking action to truly build momentum within your team. To recap, we talked about making sure that you are checking in with your team, keeping that positive energy flowing. If you are having individual meetings or team meetings, make sure that those are effectively run and efficient use of your team's time and talents, right? Make sure you are asking them what they need, what challenges are coming up for them, and really helping them problem solve. We are also goal setting. We are setting some sort of bar for the team to work together and meet. And maybe within your company, it is everyone having their own individual goals. And that is totally okay. We just need some clear communication on what the goals are so that we can celebrate the actions that we're taking are getting results and we're getting closer to meeting or achieving that goal. And then we are 
being consistent and open in our communication. We are giving appreciation, reminding people that we value their hard work and their effort and their collaboration within the team. These are three easy ways that you as a leader can truly set your team up for success and build momentum. If these are the types of action plans, action steps that you are looking, you are going to want to check out the Lead with Impact cohort. Now, the start date has shifted. You are going to want to go to anvote.com slash lead dash with dash impact to learn more about the cohort, check out the dates and get yourself added in there. You're going to want to make sure to enroll before the deadline so that you can be in this group learning these action steps, these easy to implement, very quick action steps that get you big results. I just this morning got done with a coaching call and the person said, our communication has never been sharper because they are using some of the impact strategies that are learned in the lead with impact cohort. So if you are a leader and you are looking to sharpen your skills, learn a few quick and easy strategies that help you clearly communicate and build more momentum, this cohort is for you. It is running in the month of March. So if you are listening to this in real time, you're going to want to head over to anvote.com slash lead dash with dash impact to check it out. Get on the first to know list, check out the dates, get them added to your calendar and get enrolled. I cannot wait to see you in there and really help you create change and build a thriving culture where you and your team can feel valued, trusted, and confident to achieve at your highest level. Thank you so much for listening today and engaging. Please, if there is something from this episode that really pulled you and moved you and made you take action, shoot me a message and let me know. You can find me over on Instagram and vote or send me an email, impact at anvote.com. I would love to hear from you. When I get feedback from my listeners, I can easily use that feedback into creating more content that you are looking for, that you need to help you get over those challenges and create that environment that you know you and your people need and want. So thank you again. If you have not dropped a review for the What If It Works podcast, if you could please do that, it helps other leaders like yourself find this content and learn and grow with me and with you. Have a great week. We'll see you next week.